Welcome back to your home inspector training. I'm Garth Haslam, the home medic. This time around, we're going to talk about inspection points on a chimney. Now, I personally believe that, uh, yes, you do need to get up onto the roof, but only if it is safe. That's going to be your judgment call, and that is going to vary from one individual to another. For example, I saw an individual that got up onto a very steep roof that I wouldn't even consider getting up onto. Turns out he was a mountain climber, and he professionally installed Christmas lights. He went up on that uh, roof like it was no big deal. Uh, me or somebody with less skills, for example, though, would be guaranteed to fall off on those kinds of roofs, uh, the very steep ones. And then, of course, weather is going to be a part of it. Be aware as you're getting up on top of a roof that you need to do so safely. Again, if you don't feel like it's safe, then it is not. Don't do it. So let's uh, imagine that you're up there now and you're walking over to the chimney and you're doing so, of course, carefully. There are a lot of inspection points on a chimney. Of course, any interface with the roof is a potential leak. So you're going to want to take a look at those. One of them is the flashing. Now that is the sheet metal that goes between the masonry or whatever the chimney itself is and the roof. You know, the sheet metal, sometimes it's called a step flashing because they step it down stairs style. Sometimes they'll just run a single piece down on a slope. Either way, that flashing needs to assure that water is not running inside the house or the attic. Now, I have seen where flashing was installed, but over time it basically created a gap and seen where there's a quarter or even a half inch of gap between the top of the flashing and the side of the chimney. What this does is rather than prevent water from flowing into the attic, it kind of funnels it in. Imagine this uh, sheet metal, the uh, an L-shaped piece of metal up against the interface, and if that is actually bent away from the chimney, then that's going to be, like I say, it's going to be forcing water into the attic and the living space rather than away from. If you see that sort of thing, you need to write it up, and it needs to be fixed. So uh, you want to make sure that there is flashing. Sometimes it is built in and then covered over with stucco or what have you so that you can't see it. But usually you can see some small part of the flashing so that you know it is there. Now, that goes around all sides of the chimney. There is also, or there should also be, what is called a cricket. Cricket is, if you imagine the, uh, an Egyptian pyramid... And you look at it from the top, and you're going to chop that in half, you know, down through the middle of the pyramid. What you have now is a wedge, and uh, that's kind of what a cricket is going to look like, approximately. Basically, it is tall on one end, and it slopes down to nothing on the other end. And it is going to capture water and force water flowing down the roof on both sides of the chimney, so that you're not getting ice damming on the uphill side of the chimney. Now, that uh, cricket should be large enough to actually force that to happen. Sometimes I, I will see maybe a two-foot wide chimney, and then maybe they'll put in a nine-inch cricket, and that's not enough. You need to make sure that water goes 
around. Also, you want to you want to inspect that to make sure that you're not getting any. Maybe you got you should have flashing or something to make sure that the water is not flowing into the attic space because of the cricket. So you want to take a look at that. Ice damming can happen if your cricket is improper or not there. Imagine if you would, and again, I I don't know if you happen to live in North Dakota or Southern California, but in, in any area that has snow and ice, that is going to be flowing down the roof, and if it just jams up against a flat part of the chimney, you will get ice damming there. Ice damming is going to pry up the, the shingles, turn those into scrambled eggs, and cause water entry down into the living space. You don't need that. So the cricket is another one of the inspection points you're going to want to look closely at as you're doing your inspection. Chimney cap is another. Now, there are a lot of ways for chimney caps to go wrong. Quite often, when, when people think chimney cap, they're thinking of maybe a 3 or 4-inch concrete slab that is placed on top of the chimney and yes those are awesome and they probably will last forever but quite often people try to cheap out contractors or homeowners or whatever the case may be sometimes you will have metal or sometimes they'll even just go with trying to slather a little bit of cement over the top side of the chimney over time, that little bit of slathered material breaks up, and again, you got scrambled eggs on top, and that is not going to force water over the edges of the chimney. Instead, it's going to allow it down through, and then you've got water mold, termites, etc. So, yeah, if you've got that mortar cement sort of a condition, you need to notice that and write that up and make sure the buyer is aware of that. Sometimes you will have a metal chimney cap, and what's going on there is, you know, if it is actually crowned and it does actually force water over the edge and if the interfaces with the flues are well sealed, nothing to write up there. It's not as good as, but you're not in the business of determining goodness or prettiness. You and I are in the business of determining what is functional and safe. So a metal cap by itself, if it forces water to drain and it doesn't have any potential leak spots, is fine. Now, quite often it's just the other way around, though. You'll have those metal caps that are actually, instead of being crowned, they will be bowl-shaped. They will capture water. You'll have interfaces where the water can go down and the water and the, the cap will actually capture that water and force it to drain down because it won't allow that water to drain any other way. When you see those sorts of chimney caps, you're going to want to pay attention to that and write it up. Make sure the buyer is aware. Again, if you've got an interface with a flue or whatever, those need to be sealed as well so that you're not getting water in. Chimney cap, another one of your inspection points. Combustibles is another one. I did one inspection that is a pretty good example of what I'm talking about. On this inspection, I actually got up onto the roof and they had a pine tree nearby. And one of the boughs from this pine tree was actually uh, inside the chimney and it had burned. It, it turned brown. And you and I know that pine trees, once you light them, they go up like a bomb. 
So you want to make sure that, you know, if you've got a pine tree nearby with branches, as the inspector, it is your job to make sure that they know that even if this uh, branch hasn't burned the neighborhood down today, that it might do it tomorrow, and that needs to be trimmed well back. In addition, of course, if you've got any sort of trees that allow critters onto the roof and or into the chimney, then, of course, that's a problem as well. Nests. Quite often, you will see a chimney, and you're going to want to look down in if possible, just to see if there does happen to be any critters down there or any nests or any potential for nests. I've heard many stories about uh, raccoons especially getting into a flu and getting in there and you know having the nests, and of course, those are combustibles, and then, of course, not wanting to move out when, when somebody buys the property. It gets to be a very ugly thing. So you're going to want to pay attention to maybe, you know, pine needles that might have dropped in or leaves or nests or anything like that where you might have combustibles inside the flu. Last thing anybody needs is to start a fire and then realize there's multiple fires because they started the first one. Fire needs to be in the firebox as opposed to in the flu or in the tree that you just lit on fire right next to the house. That, of course, is the, is the next inspection point you're going to want to pay attention to. Now, blocks. You know what? I'm going to cover blocks in the next segment because that is an important sort of a thing. So, wrapping up, serve people well, take care of them, respect them, and uh, make me proud. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> 